Warning, some material may not be suitable for minors. The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed on this podcast by its creators and participants do not represent the opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints of any entity whatsoever with which we, the podcast creators and participants, have been, are now, or will be affiliated. Thank you. to the podcast six degrees of a belly dancer my name is Shasha I am the creative director and founder of the belly dance troupe Sundalarge we are based in Salt Lake City Utah and we have this little podcast where we feature our friends art business whatever you want secret stories confessions oh yeah let's have some confessions thank you for being so patient while we're doing some updates around here because Well, we do do this podcast just for fun and to have fun hanging out with our friends. Um, We do still have Tina and Tony with us. We have been under construction and updating some things. If you haven't noticed, we have not posted a podcast for a few weeks. But I hope you did catch our uh, opening podcast for season two with Riddled With. Riddled With. Oh my gosh, you have got to check that out. That is new music that nobody has even heard, and they are so good. And we do still have busy lives. Tony has his appraising and his hospital, and Tina's got her hair, and everybody's just so busy. Busy with all of that cannabis over there. Lucky. Anyway, we just changed it up a little bit. We're going to be doing things a little bit more like... A little bit more like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I'm Mr. Rogers. Tony's the trolley. Open air sonar is the land of make-believe. And sometimes, you know, a trolley, he leaves, he goes over there, he comes back around. Tina, Tina's like Mr. McFeely, the mailman. Mr. McFeely. Is that his name? McFeely? That's kind of weird. Tina McFeely. Yeah, she'll pop in when we have guests, and I'll have guests. And anyway, I'm just giving you an update of what's going to be happening so that we can stay on schedule. We will still have OAS. We will still have Six Degrees of a Belly Dancer with Sundalarge and Tony. And then we will have Six Degrees of a Belly Dancer with just me. Sorry. (laughs) We'll have fun. We'll get to know each other. I have a lot of great friends. I have... All kinds of different friends. We are 
you're talking to somebody who went to a different school for almost every single grade. I know friends here and there. And me and my siblings, we grew up with no supervision, which, you know, leads to exciting things and bad things. Um, how about if I we take a little break here and when we come back, I'll just give you a little, I'll just introduce myself a little bit more and uh, we'll just go from there. Let's just keep this relaxing so I can uh, have a lot of people on here to visit me. Oh, we do have a, uh, another additional email address for if you just want to get a hold of six degrees of a belly dancer at gmail.com. And then, of course, we still have cryovato at gmail.com. You can email either one of those about either one of these shows, Open Air Sonar or Six Degrees of a Belly Dancer. Maybe you want to email OAS to tell on us. Or maybe you would like to email me at Six Degrees of a Belly Dancer at gmail.com to tell on Open Air Sonar. Either way, we're all going to have fun. Um, we'll be back after these messages. I'm scared. Counting on nothing. The numbers get higher. I don't mean to complain about censorship at all, though, because as you probably have seen by now, you can basically say whatever you want on television. It's ridiculous. You can say anything you want. And if you don't believe me, you should watch a little program called Law and Order Special Victims Unit. <laughs> yeah, a show that I love, because on that show, you can say the grossest things you've ever heard in your life. No, you can't say like the F word. You can't say that on Special Victims Unit. But people walk around on SVU going like, looks like the victim had anal contusions. <laughs> Yo, looks like we found semen and fecal matter in the victim's ear canal. <laughs> Those are two real things that I heard on Law & Order SVU at three in the afternoon. <laughs> Both spoken by Ice-T. Ice-T is a detective with the Special Victims Unit. He handles New York's most sensitive cases. I love Ice-T on SVU. He is fantastic. He's awesome. What's so great about him is that he's been with the SVU for like mm, 11 years now, but he still treats every case like it's his first in terms of total confusion. Sometimes they'll be in the middle of an investigation, and Ice-T will be like, yo, you telling me this dude gets off on little girls with pigtails? It's like, yeah, Ice. He's a pedophile. You work in the sex crimes division. You're gonna have to get used to that. 
You know how they try and tie in like current events to every episode of SVU? So there's, there was this episode I saw a while ago that was about sex addiction, because a lot of celebrities had come out as sex addicts. So the episode's about sex addiction. There is a scene in the episode where the other detectives are trying to teach Ice-T what sex addiction is, and it takes a couple of minutes. <laughs> and finally, Ice-T gets it, and they cut to him in this close-up, and he goes, oh, I get it. You mean like when someone drinks too much? or snorts cocaine, or bets the house on the ponies. And I was like, yeah, you got it, man. <laughs> and I was psyched that Ice-T understood so that they could continue with the investigation. But I could have watched another four hours of Ice-T just naming examples. <laughs> just that close up. And Ice-T like, or like when someone smokes too many cigarettes, <laughs> or like when someone shops too much with credit cards. Or like when someone plays too many scratchy lotteries. <laughs> or like when someone eats too much chocolate cake. <laughs> or like when someone eats too much chocolate cake and then barfs it up. And he would just keep talking and it would slowly fade out and say executive producer Dick Wolf. That'd be my ideal episode. That'd be a good one. Welcome back to Six Degrees of a Belly Dancer with me, Shasha, and myself today. Just us. I just heard my first intro and I'm not very happy. I have already nicknamed myself Zero Likes. So, let's continue. Welcome. First, let me just assure you that this is going to be rocky at first, but I, I think we're going to be okay. I mean, it is a little scary out here all by myself without Tina or Tony backing me up, especially Tony. He's the pro. Um, I'm a mom, first of all, a mom of three kids, three wonderful kids. They all have different daddies, but that's okay. That's how it was meant to be, right? I mean, I don't regret a single thing, and I'm friends with their dads. And we took the best from each other and, you know, grew from that. And I, you know, I thank both of their dads for giving, you know, teaching me a lot of things that I am today. And I hope they've taken from me. And right now I am with uh, the man I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. And that is the dad of my youngest. Well, I'll just call him Papos. He is the grand Papos. This man is, he is my, my dream come true. My knight in shining armor. And not that he swept me off my feet, but because he... He caught me while I was falling. I was falling. And not in my downward spiral fall, more like a leap of faith fall. And he held on tight because I'm a feisty one. Yeah, this, this was meant to be. And what's wonderful about this little love story I'm sharing with you right now, <laughs> Melty, um, is I've known him since I was 17 years old. We worked at JB's together. He was the cook and I was the dishwasher. And to this day, this man is the chef and I am the dishwasher. And I love it that way because I don't know how to cook. And this man is a chef. I will wash all the dishes, even the malt meal dishes. 
we were meant to be. We just had to live our lives separately and have like our crazy lives and, you know, and then we met up again. And and what's crazy is over the years that we, you know, from those JB's days when I was only 17, I mean, before I was even pregnant with my daughter, he has been like around the corner from wherever I was doing something. For example, it's okay, he's in construction. And I'm a belly dancer. I started belly dancing around 17 in 1993. And I remember performing at at the Grecian Gardens restaurant, which was a Greek restaurant. I was terrified. I was so scared. I got off the stage and I just cried. But anyway, everybody knew Jimmy the Greek and wonderful spaghetti and the best lemon rice and a band every night and good times. He had an addition built on the back of that where the belly dancers would change their clothes. It was like an additional room. Jerry built that when I started belly dancing there. He actually remembers working on it one night when one of the belly dancers was performing. I don't think it was a night that it wasn't student night. It was probably um one of our well-known well-known gals around here. It's probably a Thea or Ravanda. They both dance there on a regular basis. But yeah, he built that, and I was around the corner pretty much. Oh, my mom works out at the airport. She works out around the airport area. Um, I would go in there, and I remember taking my daughter in there when she was young, and she had I had my younger son as a baby, and we'd go visit my mom, and their break room was under construction, so we had to wait somewhere else. And I remember standing in there, thinking, oh, somebody's working on this, and they were out to lunch. And you know who that man was? It was it was the Grand Papos rebuilding their cabinets in there, out to lunch. So if he would have came back while I was there at lunch visiting my mom, we would have ran into each other. Crazy. And then my kids are getting a little older, and, you know, I'm going through a separation and stuff. I have them staying at my brother's house, you know, staying at uncle's house. Well, uncle's getting his house remodeled. Okay, cool. Year passes. It looks great. I meet Grand Papos, and, you know, we start dating, and we're, we're like, all excited that we found each other again. And I'm like, let's go to my brother's. And we pull up to my brother's, and he's like, I know this house. You do? Oh, my gosh. This is my brother. And he's like, yeah, I I built the room upstairs. And I'm just like, well, this is just crazy. So, see, he's always been there. So, just faith. Just when I thought it was just the, the end of everything, I was giving up. I'm like, you know, I'm just done. Where was I? Oh, yeah, I was about to tell you uh, that we are going to have a good time not talking about so much of me, but sharing some things. I mean, I do have some exciting stories. Uh, a lot of people do. I, A lot of my friends have crazy stories, but what's crazy is, like, nobody's really heard my stories. I have got nuts stories, too, but I'm usually a listener and not a storyteller, so it's really good to have this platform to share because maybe I could connect with somebody and inspire them to send me something, you know, a little something short. I will share your story. And then sometimes it feels better just to get stories out there. Sometimes it feels like nobody's listening. But if you have somewhere where you can like announce it out to the world, maybe somebody will hear you.
write me something. I'll read it. Let's share. Let's share. After all, I just shared. And now I feel all vulnerable and naked. All right. Anyway, next week is going to be the real start of this podcast. This was just a little uh, FYI, what we're doing, updating, maintenance, getting the website ready, making some changes. Sunday Large is going through changes. By the way, we are always looking for some dedicated dancers. Please contact me if you're in the Salt Lake area. You, you know, you have flexible schedule. Um, it's really fun. It's no big deal. Nobody's paying me. This is all on accountability. If you want to dance and it's in your heart, then join the club. Six degrees of a belly dancer at gmail.com. Or heck, tell Tony. Tell Tony you want to dance and then he'll email me. Cryovato at gmail.com. So yeah, next week will be the first start because I do have a guest. I have a gal that has got her eye on the prize. Her life has turned around 180 and she has a service project that she's doing. She is uh, doing a toy drive for Christmas Box House. Yeah, let's help her raise some money and collect some toys for this drive. And maybe she'll connect with some of you out there. All right, we'll see you next week when we have Monique Botan. Don't worry, Tony and Tina will be back in other episodes. And we still have open-air sonar with Tony Sandoval. Thank you. Night-nights. <laughs>